Yo. Yo. What up, what up? Early. Yeah, you're the first one on. Man, that this, never happened. This dude said send it on Messenger. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? All right, hold on. I'm trying to get everybody on right now. Yep. Yep. All right, all right. Hold on, I'm trying to get everybody on right now. All right. Who's that, Guns? Yep. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hello? Technical difficulties on my end, technical difficulties on my end. Hold on. Why is it not going to my headphones? I have no idea. You, you almost sound like a computer right there. Uh-huh. Hello? Hey, do me a favor. Uh-huh. Say computer love. No, I'm about to leave and I'll come back. All right. Right. <clears throat> okay, so you're still there, right, Red? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm here, ready to go. Oh, this will be fixed in editing. I'm just waiting on the rest <laughs> of the <laughs> Brian Feller. So, like I said, we just got a slow start, slow start. Damn. All right, all right, so that's got to be Gunner. <laughs> Can you hear us? Yeah. All right. Just making sure. It seems like everybody's got technical difficulties. All right. There's B. Rothstein. Yeah, B. Rothstein. Okay, there it is. All right. Now we're just waiting. I'll do the intro. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls. I'm Digging Jones. Okay. Well, you can't hear me? Nobody. And that's Nobody. my fault. No, that's my fault. That's my fault. I forgot to turn it up on the board. My bad. <laughs> now. Yeah, I get you. All right. <clears throat> Let me do a roll call. Red, you good? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm, I'm good. B. Rothstein. Yo, yo. Gonna, gonna. Yeah, I'm here. I'll do the intro now, then. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm Digga Jones. That's Two Gun Tony, and this is the Troublemakers Podcast. And as you do know, it is Talk Tuesday. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we got two of our correspondents on right now, Red and B. Rothstein. I'm going to let um, Rosser introduce himself first, then Red. Yo, yo, it's Mr. Rosser, Mr. I am he, he is me. Wonderful world of Mr. Rossa podcast. Follow it on all podcast platforms. Fuck with me. It's good. Hey. Red, you're on the board. Uh, what up? What up? Um, Red, like I said, I, I always love to be here for Talk Tuesday. Love the questions. Uh, I'm ready to get started. Uh, I think I, I said on the last uh, show I was on, I was going to start doing out my social media out there. So, uh, and Diggs can correct me if I'm wrong because I'm never on that shit. But uh, I think it's uh, Evil Kool Aid. Is that right? Evil Kool Aid 15? Evil Red Kool Aid? No, nah, I think it's just. All one word. Uh, uh, evil Kool Aid 15 on uh, IG. And uh, that's it. I don't have any other social media. So that's 
So, uh, Samuel, I just... Besides your porn hub account. <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn. Right, so, <laughs> so, double in check in. That family only fans, uh, that, that family only fans that we used to pay the electric bill. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get it how you get it, you know what I'm saying? Double M, introduce yourself. What up, what up, what up? Two M's, like the like the nine millimeter you heard. Yeah. What up, though? All right. Sorry, I'm so, trying to take some Plonays. It, it is. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Plonase. AKA cocaine. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Nah, nah, nah. All right, so it is Talk Tuesday. Gunner, gunner. Order, order of answers. Red, Double M, Ross, me, you. Gotcha. So the first question is a question that I'm going to skip. It says, if your name is Daniel Laurie, who was Digger Jones? Let me answer that, please. Go ahead Can I answer that? Yes. Obviously... His mama don't got Digger Jones on his motherfucking birth certificate, just like Two Gun Tony ain't on my birth certificate. Right. So that's a I weird mean, question. It it is a weird question, and I guess my name has been my um government name has been on my social media so um so much lately that I guess people get confused. Like, <laughs> like if you look at so you like, tell, so wait 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 so you telling me. That a grown motherfucker asked you <laughs> who's Digger Jones, like nobody's ever had a nickname or an alias right. in the whole fucking <laughs> Right. Like Gunner said, man, you don't look at Jay Z's birth certificate and it says Jay Z. Like, nah, it says Sean Carter. And then somewhere else we're going to say Jigger. Right. And then somewhere else we're going to say Goat. Yeah, I said it. All right. So the next question is what is your major turn off or on? Um, for me, because I kind of feel like we answered this question before. A million uh, times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, like for me, like, turn on, it's going to be like good conversation. Um, uh, not too cocky. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I like what I like when it comes to females. Turn offs is just uh, going to be like, if you just, you just completely stupid. You know what I mean? You can't, like, I'm trying to talk or something like that you ain't picking up what i'm picking um you know what i'm putting down and and like you just disengage uh you're always in your phone you're not like attentive and then you have like a little selfish complex but other than that i mean i think i think we answered this a few shows ago so and i hopefully that aligned with those answers that i gave a few shows ago so gotcha um i'll say i would say turn ons is kind of similar to Mark's turn off is, I mean, you got to be smart and not like book smart or nothing like that. Like, I don't want to be in a room with you and somebody say a joke and you don't only want looking around like you don't know what the hell going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, you got to be, you got to be a little quick for me. Um, and I say turn off is uh, uh, just being nasty. Like, just, you know, cleanliness, right? Like, if you're not, gotcha. if you're dirty, like if your car dirty, you're being dirty. You got yeah. dishes in yeah. the sink and shit, man. I can't really do that. I knock, I knock, I knock a dumb girl off. But if you, but if you fucking, if you goofy, I mean, if you ain't, you ain't, if you ain't cleaning up and nothing like that, bro, I can't, I can't deal with that, bro. <laughs> Rusting. Man, there's multiple responses to both sides of that question, but 
a turn on. I'm gonna just pick one because there's a couple. But a turn on is how she smell like it, like you know what I'm saying, mm. like how they be going to bathroom, whatever the fuck they be going and getting and shit. Like a woman has to smell like something, like period. Like you gotta smell good. And um, smell like no douche. Don't be smell like no douche bag, girl. Smell like water. Come out the bathroom, smell like that bag hanging up over my shower. And then um, because will take you away. turn off that straight up, man. The turn off is just an ignorant motherfucker, man. Right up. So, okay. Let me see. Turn on. You know, I'm shallow as fuck, pretty, nice smile, nice hair, nice feet. You know what I'm saying? Intellect, got to have some type of intellect. Um, turn off, just so oh, loud, always talking, always on the phone, just hey, about shit. You know, just regular shit. All right, all right. So my biggest turn on is... Just like everybody else said, you know, good conversation, intelligence. Like, if you know what you're talking about, especially when it comes to music with me, that's dope. My biggest turn off, just like Double M, is hygiene. Like, you can't come in there smelling like a locker room and expect to try to hang out. Like, nah, we good. Man, <laughs> like, you we can't just be got smelling done, homeless. We just <laughs> got done shooting baskets and still smell like the damn gym. For real. Listen, that ain't listen. Good. If fucking's on the table, uh, nah. <laughs> like, if you're hanging out with us, and that's soon to come, and of events, and you smelling like that, yeah, nah. Coming to my house. <laughs> Don't act like y'all ain't never knocked off some smelly, bro. Nah. A hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Air time, air time, and smell. Hey, y'all boys bailing. Hey, hey, bailing. I'll, I'll say it like this. I'll say that's it like cow, this. Uh, double M. Uh, double M, I'm going to say it like this. I've knocked it off, but I've dated that for a while before I knocked it off. So I knew what I was getting into. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got you. I got you. You know bro. what I'm saying? But, but, but Nunu? Nah, Nunu. Nah, needs, yeah, nah. Nunu. Okay, okay. I like that. Yeah, Nunu needs I like that clarification. I like that clarification. You got to be able to build that build that credit up. Yeah, you got right, to so. build the rapport. <laughs> Do y'all prefer to be single or attached? It don't matter to me. Right now, uh, because I like my attached life right now. Mm-hmm. The point in my life where I love to be single because I know people. But you know, uh, right now I'm gonna say attached because uh, my attached life is good. So, right. I'm gonna keep it simple. I'd rather be I attached. I'd rather I'd rather have somebody cook for me. I'd rather have somebody, you know, <laughs> make make sure that I'm that I'm straight. No, nah, for real. I mean, I'd rather have that than to be single. I mean, you get perks of being single, right? But it's perks of being being with somebody and. Right, you know, it, ain't, it ain't necessarily got to be, you know, sex or nothing like that, bro. You can get that when you gotcha. single. <laughs> you know, gotcha. That's a fact. All right, Rostin. Man, it de- it depends on my mental state, man. Like if I'm, <laughs> if, you know, if I'm going through some shit and all kind of shit, man, I ain't, I ain't no good to nobody, and you know, I just want my space and shit, man. Do what I want, do or whatever. But um, if um, but I mean. At the at the core of things, yeah, I want I want to be attached to somebody, you know. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Gonna gonna. Single, of course. <laughs> simple to the end. Yes, I like to come and go as I please. 
Marcus is gone. God damn, double M. Let me answer my question before you know he comes back on. I I like I like the attachment, man. Having a travel partner, somebody that you can just do things with, go to new restaurants with, and just like having somebody you can speak with, man. Like attach being attached is shit. Yeah, but it also depends on like 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 your long term, like everything from high school high school on and shit, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, most of my life, I've been single. You know, uh-huh. I didn't want to be attached because you see all that bullshit. Yeah. All right, Red. I'm, I'm not here. Red. Oh. Marcus said he got booted, so I just shot him the... I'm going to shot him a link. Uh-huh. Next question, Reed. What is a random line in the song that you quote daily? Um, I don't... I don't <clears> he's back. I, I don't. There's no particular song I quote lines from. It, it typically I just quote lines from artists. And like like two of my favorite artists that I quote lines from on the daily is Cameron and Ti. Because they say to me it's funny. Like like the other day, um, I walked up to one of my. Uh, I walked up to. I was at work and I and I just walked up to a group and I was like, I'm not hearing that. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I got. You. I, I gave. Uh, uh, I, I just. Uh, I. I what did I say? I said, Bert, drop hard top." And niggas was looking at me like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> I did. I did quote a uh, Lloyd Banks line to one of my managers one time, and I scared the shit out of her. Um, because we had a we had a customer that was wilding, and I was like, "Yo, we can we can get the goons to come uh, pill his face with the uh, uh, scrape the skin off his face with the same shit that pill a potato." <laughs> and, I, and I think I almost got fired for that, but uh, yeah, that's the uh, I, I typically don't just quote anything from a line. I I quote artists and it's typically camera on a TI because they say some funny shit. Gotcha. Got Double M. The question uh, is, what is a random song line that you quote daily? Oh, I, I mean, I don't want to say the same thing, but I don't necessarily know if it's it kind of depending on you know what's kind of stuck in my head or whatnot, you know. Um, I say uh, 21 Savage say some crazy shit, man. <laughs> 21 Savage to say some crazy shit, and I hit a hit a line, and I you know I go back and make sure I that it said what I thought it said. But he say some he say some wild shit. Future on his last album say some crazy shit. Future said some shit like he but he be rhyming some shit, bro. And I know like the beats and shit be sounding straight, but he be saying some weird shit, bro. That motherfucker said some shit like uh, fuck in the ass, make a pee pee to like to, like. <laughs> But like he said that, like to like rhyme, rhyme with something else, you know what I'm saying? And it was like, wait, bro, you couldn't, you couldn't find that. You know <laughs> like that was like the, that was like the damn second bar. So uh, I'm with I'm with Mark, man. It just kind of it just kind of depends on you know what what's kind of vibing at the moment. Rostine, man, it, man, all kind of shit popping my head, but a guarantee is anything from UGK. I bought my first key from my baby mama, bubble, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit gonna pop in my head at some point in the day. Something Pimp C or Bun said, yo, like, for real, for real. Got you, got you. Gonna, gonna. I think gonna fell off. Did he? Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, that shit hey, bro, that, that, that fucking, I bought my first key from my baby mama, brother, gonna be stuck in my head. Nah, I forgot about that one. That shit, <laughs> that shit tough, bro. Well, uh, <laughs> that line right there is in That's my tough, head bro. every fucking day, dog. That's tough. <laughs> what was Hold the on. uh um digger? What was the uh uh was it a kick though? 
with the head, um, Pimp C. So your bitch, the game fucked. He said, no, your bitch, let me when I come to your city, take my dick out of pussy and bust my nut on the titties. Nut on them titties. Let's get it, Damn right, nigga. Let's get that's it, gonna be a, that's it gonna bump in your head, but yeah, so, game's we, fucked up. It, it starts off game's fucked up. I ain't got, got no, no friend. friend. I just spent my hundred dollars on my last hundred dollars on the drop top. Baby. That verse, that verse changed my life, yo. Yeah. I still remember that, that verse changed my life. I lied to something totally random. So right. my wait, is it is it gonna turn? Is gonna still on? Oh no, he's coming back him. in a second. No, he's coming back in a second. So I'm gonna just go ahead and skip Gunner for the time being and say my line. So mine is from an E40 song called Lieutenant Roaster Botch. And out of nowhere, just Hollis, I heard your pussy with platinum, and I just say that. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I, I like that bar that. too. I ain't never heard that. I like that one too. <laughs> I just say that at random. It's just like I was in a um a today, and I just said that out of random, and my site director looks at me like, "What is your problem?" I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, mine's is Lieutenant Roasted Botch by E40. I'm back. Gunner, What's the question what again? A, what is a random song line that you quote daily? A random song line I quote daily. Correct. Uh, it'd have to just be Bloody Money by Capone and Noriega. Okay. The whole shit. All right. So Do I have to say on? it? No, you don't got to say oh, it. Okay. <laughs> it was like he's waiting Wait. on. Where? <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Moving on to the it's next. Like- it sounded like he really wanted his time to shine just now. Like, he nah, wanted to do the whole song. Everybody got to like, Everybody got to quiet. Do I got to say it? Do I got to say it? Really? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. They, they just got to look it up. Capone and Noriega, Bloody Money. Dope song, too. So the next question reads, what's your biggest regret in the last 10 years? Uh, 10 years? 10 years. I mean, I could I could think of some that, that definitely come to the forefront, but I can't say them shits out loud. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> right, I'm about to say, but yeah, I, I know a, I know a couple of listeners ain't gonna like this, that answer. So, uh, so I got I got to tread softly. Um, I, I, I'll 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 say this because I think I said it on the previous show. I think my biggest regret um, is. Um, Buying a house in Rochester, uh, y'all know I live in Rochester, New York, but like buying a house in Rochester, New York. And the only reason why I call that a regret is because, you know, I I think, um, like I, I know for a fact that up here in this area with this weather is not going to be a long-term thing for me. And I think I should have held out instead of kind of doing what I need, uh, instead of buying this one. Now, I mean, obviously, I mean, there's ways you can flip it and, and you know build equity and get whatever the hell you want to get. But I think I should have waited until I, I really, really had a, my feet firm of where I wanted to uh, end up for a longer period of time, so I didn't have to end up here too long. Yeah, the sense. bones getting cold. Yeah, you damn right, man. <laughs> Real. It's like it was snowing in uh at the end of April, man. It snowed in May last year, man. What the fuck right. shit is this? All right. So um, double M. So mine is uh, it's I mean I guess it's a regret. It's not the what I did. It's how I, how I went about it. I had uh, I had an opportunity to go coach at a college, 
And uh, I know I was like, I remember just being super excited about it. And ultimately was like, yo, I'm in, you know, without, without necessarily thinking about it, without necessarily, you know, I remember, I mean, I remember getting there. Now I never trade in the experience that I, that I got from it, but man, I'd be lucky, lucky if I made eight grand in that year. Damn. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Out there, butt, butt naked, bro. Ass naked. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I ended up, you know, bouncing back from it, obviously, but uh, the way that it, that I thought it was going to play out versus the way it did play out. That shit, I would have never done that shit. Gotcha, gotcha. Rothstein. Oh, man. I, I will just say um, how 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 I went about things with a certain woman. Okay. I'm going to leave it that, at that. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Man, it's a man, it's a tough ass incriminating ass question though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, everybody man, everybody like... tiptoeing, bro. Hey man, I went to I went to my fifth answer. I, I started yeah. getting about the first one. Me too, me too. I was, I was like, like look, man, this is the one I can Hold talk on. about. Yeah, that, that, that question was like a Yeah, yeah like, we don't ask that question, nah, man. We need, was... we need to know who's asking these questions. Uh, For real. Everybody, everybody be on your damn story, bro. That was specific. They were trying to incriminate one of us. I know, somebody in trouble. All right, so um, Gunner, Gunner, your biggest regret in the last ten years? Uh, uh, I wish I would have saved a lot of the money that I had. Mm. You no, know, I could, that's as far as I could go with that question. Okay, yeah. So mine's just kind of dark now compared to everybody else's. I think my biggest regret in the last ten years is I would have asked for help sooner when I was in a situation. You know, sleeping oh, in my yeah. car and shit. I would ask yeah. for help sooner. <clears throat> Anyways, yeah, if you knew better, that shit knew better. I think it was like a bad ominous silence. So I'm just gonna go on. <laughs> nah, no, nah, but... nah, because it was like that question right there. Like you could tell everybody's like, God damn, boy, I don't want to talk about that right there. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I had to tread real lightly. Hey, man. I, I gave I gave the watered down damn um generic brand answer for that motherfucker. Like hey, statue real, limitations man. ain't up yet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so the next question actually made me laugh. It's a female who says, Is it wrong for me to want a man to make six figures and offer me financial security? Well, let me sit up on this one, bro. Hey, hey, word. Let me word. Let me say it like this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What's the question? The question reads, is it wrong for me to want a man to make six figures and offer me financial? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer that with, with, in two ways. First is, if you ain't a basketball wife, then yes, it's wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to say it like that because it's like, what, what if the man don't want to give you that? Like, if you're not worth that. I don't know who this is that's asking the question, but I'm just going to say you may not be worth that to him. And then secondly, would it be wrong if that man wanted you to make the six figures and Come be on, financially man. support him, right? Come on now. So so you gotta look at it from the from having your shoe on the other foot. So I personally think that like at, at some point you you gotta get what you can get and not have a fit about the shit. So damn, I didn't even know that shit rhymed, but it did. But um I would <laughs> I would probably say I would probably say without knowing this person. If those are your expectations, yeah, it's good for you to shoot for the sky, but don't be disappointed if if that's not what you get. So, yeah, shoot for the sky and don't hit shit. <laughs> Double M. So I'll say, you know, and I'm big on, hey man, if you got a if you got a standard, you know, 
whatever, right? You know, hey, if that's what, if that's what you're going to that's what you're gonna live by. That's what you're gonna live by. So I don't think it's wrong for somebody to, you know, want that. Um, I think it's kind of weird that they that it's kind of expected. You know what I mean? Like we got like nothing ass bitches be thinking that you're supposed to be paying for shit and doing all this shit. Yeah. Motherfuckers don't be don't be doing shit. So yeah. it's like to me, it's like to me, it's like you know, if that's what you want, if that's what you if that's what you strive for, you want somebody to take 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 care of you. You want somebody to make a certain mm. amount of money. Shorty, you got to meet me halfway, and I ain't talking about no damn fun. So, like, hey man, if you gonna, if if it's gonna be out my pocket, it's cool. But you just got to do your part too. That's all. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Rustin. All right. So, my prior brothers were was pretty light on this an- on their answers and shit for the woman. So, <laughs> he um, about to get it in. I just wait. Shit, for my answer because I've been on a you know. You know, when you scroll on the social and, you know, all this feminist movement. Now, again, I have nothing against what women feel like they're entitled to, what they feel like they want to do, and all that shit. But there has to be a time when they wake up one day and be realistic about what the fuck they be saying. So the question was, is it wrong for me to want? She said want or need. Want. Okay, for her to want. A six-figure man so she could feel financially secure. Okay. One thing is, look in the fucking mirror and look at yourself. A tall mirror, look too. At your... head, to toe. head to toe, bro. Hold on. <laughs> it ain't, I, ain't even, I ain't even going in with just looks. But when you're dealing with six figures, that's getting close to the 10-1% motherfuckers out here because there ain't a lot of niggas walking around making six figures every year. Let's just put it like that. Two, look at yourself and say, hey, am I worth a man like that? Like, are you willing to put up with the shit that you're probably going to deal with with a nigga who makes six figures? Because guess what? A nigga who makes six figures doesn't need you. He wants you. He wants you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I want you. I'm bringing this bread to the table. So at any given day, you could be boring to this man. You could be useless to this man. Like, so what are you bringing to to help this man? And here's one thing that I know ain't no no woman or bitch ever ever be thinking about. If that nigga lose all that shit, are you gonna stay with this man and help build himself back up to that point? If you willing to do all that and willing to put up with that shit, then yeah, you you good. But if not, nah, go ahead and. Get you a, a motherfucker who got a, 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 a um trade or something. You know what I'm saying? A real nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, for gotcha. real, for real. Yo, 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 yo. Can I, can I, can I, can I chime in real, real quick? I just want to speak on something, something he, he has said. He said, uh, ultimately, he said, uh, you know, will you, will you be willing if that man lost that, lost that money? And to me, just the question alone let you know, nah, she ain't. Yeah. Right, because if that yeah. if, if that's the, if that's one of the if that's one of the checkpoints, hey, you got to be making this. You got to be you know, making sure that I'm that I'm straight. So if anything, if anything weird happen, or you know, like you get laid off, or some or some fuck shit happen, or some shit like that, like they cut your pay or some shit like that, she didn't already signed up and said, "Yo, like it's got to be this." Right, right, right. Uh, I don't need nothing like that. But so that's it's crazy because that did happen during COVID. So a lot of motherfuckers lost their job and money. Yeah, motherfuckers single yeah. too. Yeah, motherfuckers lost their lost their damn lady too. This is how I feel about it. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Boom. When it comes to relationships, a lot of people in relationships with 
how they say people with six figures high value people because they put in that time. You know what I'm saying? They was with that person before that. Second, if that's a want, that's something you want, that means was where you gonna ever meet a nigga like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not no magic type shit. You're not just gonna, nobody's gonna see you unless you just that fine of a trophy chick to where they just pick you out of a lineup, one. And then, if that's the case, you're gonna have to live up to certain things that this man's want. How you, everything about you is gonna be how he say, how you wear your hair, how you wear your clothes, how your body looks, how, you know what I'm saying? Everything you do is gonna be like a checklist. Right, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And especially if you're not close to six figures, what 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 do you really bring into the to the equation that he can't go out and buy on a regular basis? That's true. Where people just I think a lot of these girls are living in a little fantasy about this shit. TV, bro. It's on this the internet, Where? bro. It, it, was that, it was that goddamn that that, that damn T.I. whatever you like video where you took that girl from the damn drive-thru. Yeah, that's not happening. So this is my answer. I live by a strict philosophy that everything you do has got to be smart. And by smart, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. Now, specific, she's very specific. Measurable, uh, we'll give her a pass. Attainable, what she wants is not attainable because she says she wants it. Correct? If you can get yeah. it, you would already have it. Where I would like to it? see what she look like, the one who asked this question. Gotcha. Hey, man, I, if you I ain't wanna... a basketball wife. I'll, For real. I'll, I'll send it after. But and some of them hoes weak, too. Yeah. It's, it's not realistic at all because she said, is it wrong for me? Because if it was right, you would already have it. And a lot of these bitches looking for simps. So right now, you're setting your standards way too high and being disappointed that you're not getting it. That's your fault. It's a lot lot of simps out here, too. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't necessarily agree with that one, man. Y'all ever heard the term shoot for the star, uh, land on the moon type shit? Yeah. So it's like, so it's like, yo, man, listen, the people that, that's out here, the, the women that's out here talking about the, hey, I need a $100,000 guy, end up with the damn, with the, with the $50,000 guy. Come on now. Be honest. You know, because just, thing, just, them, just, just them talking like that, like, like uh, my man said earlier, that's damn borderline ignorant. Like, why don't you try no, to fall, fall in love first? But here's the thing, though. When you shoot for the stars, they say you'll land on the moon. Nah, the moon is a small area. The galaxy is huge. There's many chances where you shoot for the stars, you're going to be floating in space for a long time. You got damn right. When that motherfucker leave you on red, you floating in space. (laughs) Shoot for the stars and the bullet come back and hit you in the forehead. You better get your mind correct. Word. So the next... One of them Apollo shit blew up when, on your way to the moon. Now, no doubt. Yeah, that was yeah. a challenge. <laughs> not, not the challenge, yeah. Let's get my it bad, right. Yeah. Challenge. challenge, my bad, nigga. So, um, the next question actually is a interesting perspective. This says, I just found out my mother has had a fling with my boyfriend before he met me. Should I Ooh. be mad at her for not disclosing this with me before? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'll read it again. I just found out my mother has had a fling with my boyfriend before he met me. Should I be mad at her for not disclosing this information before? Yeah, you know what's conf- uh, I, I, I'm going to say. Listen, I, I'm going to say like this: like, like you really can't be mad, and unless like your mom knew that you were like going after this guy. But I, but I got a question about this shit. 
Like, where the fuck do you be hanging out or your mama be hanging out where y'all picking up the same motherfuckers? Well, then again, <laughs> or, I mean, he could have worked with her. Both of them? Why? Or maybe, or 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 maybe he's twenty years older than her, and she needs to. I got, chill. I gotta know the details to this. <laughs> yeah, like, right. uh, nah, yo. There's a lot like, of missing puzzle pieces that. You know, I'm hey, what in the meth lab pieces. trailer park is going? <laughs> like you need to, you need to know how long ago did it happen? Like, right. did yeah. it happen while they were still t- while while they were like getting to know each other? Like, you got to know they... all the variables in that well, shit, man. Well, and I hope your and I hope your pussy better than your mama on, because he can run back to mama if that shit lacking. I, I, I doubt it. Cause grown woman. <laughs> Grown women got pussy. Talk to him now, big dog. Talk to him, big dog. It does read It does read my mom has um has had a fling with him before he met me. Yeah, but like but still though, she needs to stay out of grown folks' business, bro. She need to just she need to just carry on. She needs to stay out of grown folks' business and carry her ass home. Mama was there first. How she mad? Hold on. Then how did she find out is another thing. Like, yeah. How did you find well, out? She probably told her later. I guess they, she ain't tell her early enough. She still or, live with her mama, fam. She still live there, bro. Or, <laughs> or yo, oh, I don't, man, take, I don't I know, take, man. Like, I want to take you to the house and meet my mother. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, they got to argue. That's Jerome. I already know her. They got into an argument. And the mama was like, "That's why your boyfriend was all up in this pussy." Man, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. I can't. I can't agree with that, y'all. Because we live in a social era. Like people be posting they on Mother's Day, be posting pictures of their mom and shit. He had yeah. to have seen that that been his mom and all that shit before all that. You know yeah, but saying? she said a fling. The mama might just be bar hopping, picking up niggas and one night standing them. You just never yeah, she know. She might just be a slut. You know what I mean? Yeah, the whole real. family like, your slut. might be a slut, bro. You don't even know what the front of the house looked like. He used to come in there through the, through the back and then shorty started yeah. the front. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I, I didn't see it before. I never came in this way. <laughs> or, may, or, maybe, or maybe the daughter fell on hard times and just moved back. And you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how that shit take. Man, there's, there's too many variables to yeah, have to find that's, out that's the answer that shit. Like, she, she ain't telling the whole story. More of the story is mama, <laughs> mama fire, though. You know what I'm saying? Mama yeah. done. Yeah. That was the only one. He you know? was the only like, eligible bachelor in that small town, or what? What's going <laughs> on? <laughs> but He's I, but I, I will tell you, I will tell you this. She better not ever piss his ass off because he didn't want to throw that in her face. Like, hey, your mom's puss way better than yours. Look, well, I had you know your mama wear her legs to the walls, but. <laughs> she like, yo, d- how you can live that down? Like, yo, I beat down your mom's, yo. And she a deep throat professional. I had my dick all in her throat coming all kind of. Ah. Listen, no, hey, no, hey. Matter what she, no matter what she says to this nigga in an argument, the last thing all he has to say is, I fucked your mom, yo. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Like, yo, I'm gonna abort your sister, nigga. God damn. Oh, you know, oh, he gonna get the damn show canceled. Oh. <laughs> All jokes aside, though. All jokes <laughs> aside, we probably just lost a listener. At least, at least three. <laughs> at least three. At least three people turned this shit off. So listen, like, I, I, I think sometimes, like, right on point. Sometimes you don't see that shit happening. Like unless you in that trailer park or you in that meth lab, like that, yeah. you know, meth lab. That's especially, especially 
he's messing with a nigga. How yeah. come you can't take dick like your mama? Right. <laughs> like, get your ass shot. I don't know, man, because like how these, because you got to think the age gap between mamas and daughters is getting shorter and shorter. So, yeah. I that's mean, a, how many times have you been out? How many times have you been out? And I'm back in my G when I used to party all the fucking time. I can name plenty of chicks who used to party with their moms and shit. The niggas right. all over the moms more than the daughter. But to this story, to this story, the chicks were going out with their moms at the same fucking time. So, but like, I mean, like she said, she didn't know. That so, I means mom was going out by herself without the daughter. Yeah, Mama yeah. got needs too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, mama, mama still got them cakes back there, boy. Get smash out, boy. Word. So the, the next man, look, the next obviously question. that's still shit. Probably still juicing too. <laughs> what do you think? That's some yeah. dried up old ladies. They don't need any lube. Man, we gotta find we what what's this girl's on Instagram? We gotta see what she girl. look like in her mama. <laughs> oh man. For real. We'll, we'll never find out. We'll never find out. She ain't gonna ever right. she ain't gonna never come out of this one. They ain't going to the regular club. They're going to Charlie O's. They know though. He know. He know who it is. Hell nah, that nigga was in a he, he was in her DMs, like for real. He was in the DMs and the guts, like for real. For real. Better have the skybox on Rivers Avenue. Man, next question, man. Next <laughs> next question. Moving along, moving along. My bad. Go ahead. That's a the next question reads My girlfriend of three years gets upset that I get emotional when I talk about my feelings. Is this normal or should I check her behavior? <laughs> Hold on. Whoa. <laughs> What hey, hey, man, don't be like that. Don't be like that. Don't do that. Don't do that. We got to we, we gotta keep some of the listeners, bro. We can't be just shit. Oh, my all. bad. My bad. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to say it like this. Like, in all in all honesty, like, like if, if you if you open it up to her and, and, and you're emotional about it and, like, come to a bitch or whatever the fuck she's doing and, like, she's not vibing with you're emotional, then I don't know how far that, that ship's going to sell uh, because, like, you know, if you're really committed uh, to your emotional side, yeah. But on the second hand, nigga, if you break down crying in front of her, uh, yeah, I mean, like, like some women look at that as weakness, and some women look at that. Uh, I mean, like, like, how emotional are you getting? Are you just like, yo, I, I, I just, you know, I just love so many. Like, the tears and shit fall. I took out, I took out the trash without you having to ask me. What, like, what more do you yeah. want from me? Yo, she that, that Tyrese. <laughs> that Tyrese, what more do you want from me? Yeah. I, baby. Listen, man, listen, man. Yo, oh. I think it depends on, like, like the, 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 the shorten of my answer, I think it really depends on, like, like what you're getting emotional about and how emotional you're getting, you know what I mean? Because, like, that emotion could trigger something in her that, that could be like, yo, fuck that. I'm not dealing with this, you know what I mean? Gotcha. So, right. so I, you know, I'm, I'm actually of the one. I, I mean, I don't mind the dude getting emotional in front of his uh, his uh, lady. First of all, uh, what I'm what I'm questioning is how you three years in and you ain't know when you start crying, she's gonna call you a pussy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you get this far in, and then you try to you decide you you decide you go you go you go share 
And then she's like, bro, if you don't fucking cut that shit out, why you you got snot running down your nose, man? What kind of man are you? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, how them little, how them little kids be crying? They be like, but you know what? It's like, man, bro, you supposed to be able to listen. Listen, if you're an emotional person, you're supposed to be able to be that be that way in in front of your lady, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't really I don't really support the. All guys got to be tough and all that shit, bro. No, like, no, man, listen, no. bro. Yeah, bro. Like, like, listen, bro. If you got some shit you want to share, especially it's about your feelings, bro. And she like, and she get mad. And I don't know what upset means, but to me, it sounds like she probably like shut your bitch ass up to him, and he can't really handle it. But bro, no, but three you, years you, in, bro. You know what? Go for it. To him, like, what are you gonna do? Cry again, nigga? <laughs> Just like, oh, yeah. I'll smack that, that shit out of her. Oh, Damn, like, how deep? Boy. How deep is that emotion? <laughs> you know what I mean? That that that's going to start crying. <laughs> Go that to your man. For her gotta be. It has to be deep for yeah, like like yeah. or his his reaction has to be like very very deep to piss her off to say something. Yeah. I feel personally. Yeah, yeah. I don't and I was know how about, I feel I was about, about this question here. All right, so Rostin. I don't know how I feel about this question. Read it one more time for me. All right, it says, my girlfriend of three years gets upset that I get emotional when I talk about my feelings. Is this normal, or should I check her behavior? Okay, first off, if she's doing what she's doing when you get emotional about your feelings, you ain't going to check her. Cause she <laughs> she <laughs> she <laughs> start off right there. That's what I want to say about that right there. So you ain't going to check her, homie. So just go ahead and dead that shit because you ain't got the nuts to do it. Because listen, listen, my thing, I have so many issues with it. I don't have a problem with him being emotional about his feelings. But like my dog said, how, what, what are you, how emotional are you getting? And what are you getting emotional about with your feelings? But right. that aside, I don't have a problem with that, but I, I need to know. But it's been three years. So you, <laughs> I hate to call another grown-ass man this, but nigga, you soft. If it's been three years, if it's been three years, like she probably was all right with it at first, right? She probably was like, oh, this nigga, damn, all right. Well, he must have been through a lot of shit in life. But at some point, like like my dog said, we, we don't have a problem with niggas, you know what I'm saying, embracing their feelings and shit. But there's this saying, though, that we all hear that you have to adhere to when you a man. You got the man to fuck up sometimes. Right. Like, like I'm not a crier. I wish I was because that shit looks like it's, it helps. It looks healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like me, I got to listen to some music and go about my fucking day about shit that bothers me with people in situations and shit right but what I'm saying is it's been three years either you haven't grown and she's just dealing with you and she's tired of your shit so this situation ain't gonna work out because if somebody isn't like being open to your feelings and they're like nigga what the fuck is wrong with you now all that type shit just go ahead and dead the situation cause she ain't for you you know what I'm saying? If it gets to that point where she's like, nigga, you your bitch ass, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. Like, that shit just... Nigga, bro, man up, bro. Way. Yeah, yeah, like, just man up, bro. Like, man up. Like, if... if, Like, you got you got to suck it up, bro. Like, I feel like 
from how he's <laughs> as, asking this question and how she's reacting, and it's been the number bothers me three years. I know, yeah, that's man. A long that's time. a long time, bro. That's a long. That's time. a lot of fucking. That's a lot of crying, nigga. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking crying. Three years of, of, of <laughs> baby, I just don't like how them boys do me at work, man, and shit. And you know, like you know, I do my part, man. I do my part, man. I do overtime and shit. And these niggas just be clowning me and shit. Like, man, shut the fuck up, bro. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, I sound like her. Shut the fuck up. Grow some nuts. Beat on your chest. Fuck the shit out your lady so she don't play you. Or you know, just break up with her because you ain't got you ain't gonna check her. Like I hate he said that at the end too. Man, fuck Should his I question, man. Fuck that. Yeah. Should I check <laughs> you? Don't try to save your pride. Well, it. It's like this. Damn it. It's like if you are the one who's always in your feelings in a relationship with a woman, obviously she gonna look at you some type of way like you saw like everybody said. You know what I'm saying? You gonna you gonna make her want to go outside the relationship and get that roughness from somebody else, right? Because she's obviously not an emotional person, so you keep bringing that to a uh, that can get tiresome to somebody who's not emotional like that, right? Right? Because yeah, yeah. if Even... it's an on if it's an ongoing thing, it's something that you need to check into yourself before you you know what I'm saying, right? Because something and you that's making you have these emotions. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, ooh, when ooh. she's out there hey, fucking another nigga, yeah, go ahead. Can I chime back in? Hey, listen, also with this situation, all right, she probably, like I said, at the beginning, she probably didn't, because I'm I'm going off of what Gunner just said. It, it, it hit me just now. It's not probably that she's not a sensitive person or whatever. It's just he probably poured on her so much, and like we said, that number, three years. She's like, at some point, like, I'm not enough to make you man up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're so in touch with your feelings because women always say that, oh, I want somebody in touch with their sensitive side and shit. But what they really mean is at certain situations. And what they really mean is with me. Like, when she's going through something, she wants you to be sensitive for her at that moment in time. Outside of that, she wants you to be a nigga. She wants you to be a man. You know what I'm saying? If she's always got to coddle you and hold you and shit all the time for three years, that shit is going to be like, nigga, fuck you, nigga. Like, oh, my oh my God. Okay. Oh. <laughs> fuck that been, question, man. I think yeah. we way too much time on this question. Yeah, because I'm, I'm sure he, my he's bad. a cry. My bad, man. He's a, my he bad. needs to be cuddled, and he cries when he masturbates. S A W F T. Goodness. The only thing I'm going to say about this is when I read the question, have y'all ever seen that video that's floating around on social media of this Mexican guy serenading this chick and then the chick's new man comes out and he starts crying? Yeah. That's what I thought of when I read this question. I'm just like, oh my God. That's probably why, you know, you're either about to get left or you're, you know, you've got left. Like, the thing about it is, it's cool to show your emotions once in a while. You know what I mean? Like, let's just say one of your homies died. You know, you can cry and she says it's all right. But basically, like, Rob, about your day, you know, you're doing overtime and you're whining and shit like that. She's, it's, it's a burden to her. 
Yeah. I wanted my sandwich cut diagonal, not straight through the middle. <laughs> Read the room, who, dude. Read the room. For oh, those who've man. never seen that, for those who never seen that video, go on YouTube and just type in crying serenade and it pops right up. It's hilarious. <laughs> and that's two listeners we lost tonight. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Hey, <laughs> tell dude, tell dude he can come on my show and we can hash it out. I don't give a fuck, nigga. Holla at me, man. So my emails zwwmrpod at gmail dot com. Get at me, nigga. You soft, so, dog. <laughs> the next nice. question. Shameless plug right there. Next question reads: You yeah, can bring yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> you can bring back one artist from the dead. Who is it? Oh, man. Well, here man. we go. Ah. Damn, I'm, you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say this uh, for the next two answers in a row, but I'm going to say Prince because I, I just mm. can't pick between Biggie and Tupac, to be honest with you. Um, mm. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to say Prince. Gotcha. Um, I got two. Uh. I got I got big. I want to bring. Oh, I want big to come back because I think you know. I I just think the landscape of how rap kind of plays itself out would be a little different with big around, right? Um, and uh, King King Von, bring back King Von, man. He from the he from the he from the block. Yeah, Von. Rest in peace, King Von. Yeah, yeah. Ross, uh, a dog took Prince. I was gonna say Prince, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to the I'm I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the other performer, man. Like I'm I'm thinking about like big stage performing, all that shit, man. I gotta go. I oh, man. I, Cause see, I don't want to say Mike, cause everybody will want to see Mike, man. Um. Yeah. Oh shit, bro. Um, it's like Mike Elvis and Bob Marley. That's just generic. Yeah, so I don't want to say Mike. So I'm gonna say um. Man, fuck it. I'm gonna go all the way left with this one, man. Bring back Kurt Cobain. I I do a Nirvana hey, concert right now. Right? Honest, honestly speaking, that's that, a great answer, Tate. I like that, that, that is a good answer. I like that one. <laughs> Cause Ooh. I ain't gonna front. Like I, I feel that nigga. Like you know what I'm saying. I'll I'll share I'll share Nirvana songs all the time, especially if I'm going through something and shit. I felt that nigga, man. Like that. Yeah, like, first, that first yeah, album, oh, the second album. Never mind. Yeah, cause the first album was Bleach. Yeah. Yeah. So, gonna gonna. I'm gonna go with old dirty bastard. Hey, <laughs> my nigga, my nigga. So, believe it or not, my after you know deep thought and everything, I bring back Big L. Mm. Mm, mm, like lyrically, mm. one of the toughest artists ever. Mm. But it's interesting yeah. to see like that whole King of New York shaped out. You know. Uh, continued on his history of of because um, yeah. rumor ha- rumor has it that when he got killed, he was on his way to sign his Rockefeller contract. So yeah. that would have been huge. So the the next question reads: Is there a you hard? I already said my answer is, is Prince and. Um, because of you, Digger, actually, uh, because of you and our cousin Chris, rest in peace, Chris, um, y'all are the ones that really got me into Prince. You, Chris, and Evan, 
Uh, right. Uh, uh, well, I got Evan and, and the Prince, so that's. And then I just became I just became a, a fan, and, and was like in marvel of, of like the stuff that he's done for other artists, the stuff that he's done as an artist. And then like I just became a huge, huge fan of him uh, because of y'all. And I remember I, I had he he had passed, and I I I came back and I had all these messages. And I'm not even gonna lie, you know, I ain't no bitch like the other dude from the other question, but um, uh, I remember. Damn. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm I um, <laughs> shit. I went home. <laughs> now I went home and I put on purple rain, and and I like almost over his dad dying, uh, getting shot at him. Oh man, this nigga gone. And now, what? I, one time with Digger, yeah, it's a different prank. Yeah, we saw him in concert. Yeah, teach your man how to squabble, nigga. Mine's <laughs> <laughs> uh, was actually Kobe Bryant, man. And uh, I tell you this, I didn't realize. Was, uh, well, I, I guess I didn't realize how much the guy meant to me. And you know, as far as like, I mean, I play sports and all that stuff, but. I cried like I knew the man or something. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, I was pain, hurt for like I, days t- at that. Like maybe like three I'm, days, I think. I'm gonna tell you a funny story about Kobe Bryant. You know, I never knew Kobe Bryant's middle name until I met Marcus. <laughs> we were at wow. a training seminar at our job, and I was just like, "Does Kobe even have a middle name?" He goes, "Yeah, it's Bean." I'm like, "Bean." Man, don't be disrespectful. Like, yeah. <laughs> fuck middle name is Bean. He's like, Kobe, hey, nigga. Right. <laughs> it's Kobe. Ain't no other way to describe it. So, yeah. He just I named after food all the way. <laughs> but, um. Ross. So, Kobe, so, Kobe's yours. Yeah. Rustine. <clears throat> um, honestly, like. Like I was, uh, I was sad when Biggie died, and I felt when Pac died, and you know, there's people, you know, like Prince, like you said, Prince and all kind of shit. Like these people, you get an attachment to them because you could, you could apply a piece of your life to these people and shit. But the per, the person who would crush me, like where I probably would boohoo cry and fall out and shit, he's still alive. I'm gonna get to that name in a second. But to answer the question of somebody who's passed, Stan Lee, because oh yes, I was big in the comics growing up. You know what I'm saying, and like that's just still a big part of me. Like you know, comics and shit, and like just animation and all that. And Stan Lee penciled everything. Any comic book character that's popular or could pop in your head and shit, he had a a piece to play with it and shit. And you know that I think that hit me like the hardest recently out of like famous people who passed. But if something ever happens to Al Green, y'all, I'm done, y'all. I that's my listen. That I'm telling y'all, if y'all wake up and y'all see or oh, something happen, at, y'all better fuckers better check on me. I got you, I'm be man. driving down the interstate with bottles, sipping that bitch, crying. I'm gonna be sounding like that nigga. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound like that nigga who answers, ask that question and shit. Y'all gonna be like, what's wrong? I'm like, you know that nigga sing. Good times, nigga. What the fuck is that nigga? 
Snotty Where nose. Y'all at? Where y'all at? Where y'all at? Where y'all at? I would be done, nigga, like, for real, bro. Like, yeah, man. Show up but to the punch with dry tears and shit. For real. Yeah, yeah, but Stan Lee, though, man. So far, it's Stan Lee, man. Word, word. Gunner. For me, I'm going to have to go with Michael Jackson. Okay. Because, mm. like, it seems, especially in the black community, it seems like everybody first entertainer that they ever knew and could remember a song was Michael Jackson. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that and and us growing up, that was like the biggest thing in the world. Right. To see, you know what I mean? You gotta wait for a award show to see the nigga or you gotta wait four years, five years for an album to see something new from him. It was like the uh elusiveness of him and when he put this shit out, it was just a grand big event every time he did something, even damn near up until his death. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was getting ready to, like right before he died, he was getting ready to go on tour again. And he had yeah. had that movie come out. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was rearing back up. But that nigga you know, was he was larger than life, man. Yeah. Like, and we grew up with this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Just think about just think about this, yo. I remember my granddad let me stay up. Cause for the world premiere thriller, I remember him like, "Yo, nah, nah, he got to stay up. He got to see this." Scared, nigga. What I'm was scared. you two? Nah, nigga. Like, no, that thriller came out when eighty three. Um, no, thriller came out. Um, the video eighty three. So yeah, roster had to be three. He yeah, I was like three. three. Yeah, I was young as shit. I was young, but I still remember seeing that shit, bro. And then you know the you know a hype moment in Mike's life, yo, like fucking like when the bad album came out, like that he had like a two hour fucking thing on MTV where it was like a movie and shit. Man, like, that shit that, was yeah. on every channel because we didn't even have cable and that shit was on. Three Nigga, channels. that shit was that shit was <laughs> crazy, man. He, had, he went to the claymation shit, man. Mike was ahead of his time and he was larger than the fucking world, dog. They had to kill that man, bro. So. That's that's it, crazy man. My answer is a combination between two. So, most obvious is Two Guns answer Michael Jackson, and the reason why that was like heavy is like Two Guns said, this is somebody that we grew up with, an iconic figure, and I remember by, you know, the day he died. Well, about maybe an hour after he died, and everybody was in the music section fighting over, you know. Yeah, I was with you. Album. You, yeah, you were with. I me. think I was with you when that happened. You were. With remember, me. We, remember, we went and got the t-shirts made. Yeah, we got the t-shirts made the following day, but yeah. um, people were literally almost at the verge of fist fighting over these albums. Mm. So Michael Jackson is one, and the other one's going to come as a slight surprise, and that was Pimp C. I can oh, feel yeah, that. Pimp man. <laughs> Like this is this is before social media and you know the internet was really 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 popping off, and I remember coming into the mall, and oh man, I just heard a rumor that Pimp C died. I'm like, nah man, that dude just released an album a few months ago. Woo woo woo, and they're like, nah, I, I think it's true. You might want to you know. So I remember you know, my one hit that dial up. Yeah, I had a Sony bio. And I was um, working at um, Foot Locker, and I remember, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I remember, <laughs> I remember connecting onto the um, mall Wi-Fi, and I keep on hitting refresh on Google every ten minutes, and then like the story just 
everywhere. And I'm just like, damn, that shit really happened. And again, this is another rap cultural that we grew up with. And, you know, like, it was just sad. Let me give a quick story about Mike, too. Mike oh, died in what? Oh, it was in 09, right? 09. It was 09. So I he found out I was... A, I found out I was on the way to, uh, well, I, I was in New York still at the time. So the next day, when I tell you in Harlem on 125th, the whole 125th had so much people with memorabilia and shirts printed and everything, mixtapes, tapes, CDs, within 24 hours, people had so much Michael Jackson shit to sell. Right. Damn. Like that shit was yeah. uh, amazing. Like me the only Reggie. other person who I can remember they did that for, but not as big as uh as Mike was James Brown. Right. Cause um me and Red, we went to the mall that day, um, right before we went to um thing, right before we went to um Best Buy, and we got our custom shirts made. We just picked the picture offline and boom, got shirts made and wore them the next day and man, they had so many they had album cover shirts. They had personal picture shirts. They had black mic, white mic, yellow mic, clear mic, whichever <laughs> mic you wanted. Hey, yo, shout, out, shout out to James Brown, man. I knew his grandson. Oh, work. <clears throat> hey, I did too. Almost. Oh, it's probably the same guy, right? It's probably, it's probably the same dude. Hopefully it's the same dude. That is weird. It is. Play, play football at CSU? Nah, uh, I didn't play ball at CSU. What was his name? Antoine, something like that? Antoine. Oh yeah, Antoine's a spawn. So Antoine, I know Antoine's cousin. Antoine's cousin is like legit. His like grandson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we man, we, man, we just name name dropping. It's cool. All right. Yeah, so the best. next <laughs> the next question reads: Do you um do you guys see yourself as mis- misogynistic? I don't. Misogynistic I don't do that. means what? Misogynistic. Like that you know, means I'm out here hoeing, right? Nah, objects, <laughs> women bashing, so on and so on. I definitely am. Yeah. I can't. I ain't even go front. I ain't go front. <laughs> looking right. at looking at males as as the superior of sex. I don't. I don't really consider males like. I, you know, I, I give everybody equal opportunity, but like you know, I have my moments. But sometimes I'm just I'm just spreading the same energy. You know, what I mean, I'm, I'm reacting to uh, some of these women energy out here. You know what I mean? These women do some of the same shit that, that men do. They be looking at niggas and, and shit that be walking by. They be talking shit about us, too. Great but sweatpants. Yeah, you know I mean? But they, they be asking these questions because they be like, yo, you know, men, men are so misogynistic about it. They talk shit about it, but they do the same fucking things that we do. So, right. I, so, so for me, I just call it like, I, I just match some of the energy that, that I get. You know what I mean? Uh, but, like, I, I have my moments. But like women have their moments too, so I'm just about as misogynistic as any anybody out there. You know what I mean, gotcha, gotcha. All, right, all right, so I ain't gonna be as petty as uh, uh, Red over there. Uh, <laughs> ultimately, what I'm gonna say is, uh, so the definition of misogynistic means that you're prejudiced against women, and I don't think any I don't think anybody listening to, to this thinks that we're misogynistic, and I no. feel like I can speak. I feel like right. I can speak on all of it now. Now, now, do we got some shit to say? Same way, you know, Mark just said, like, of course, you know, we are gonna talk our shit the same way women talk talk their shit. It's crazy how you know we had to answer a question earlier about uh, uh, should I feel bad for expecting my man to make six figures and to to take take care of me? Then we got to answer a question about being. Misogynistic, like, what, what, what the fuck y'all want us to be? Like, what y'all want us to be? Y'all, 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 
Do y'all do y'all want us to be at the forefront of the fucking household, or do y'all want us to slide back and let y'all do y'all thing? Because you know what I'm saying. Like I just, I mean, I just think it's, I think it's crazy, and motherfuckers, and not just women, people learn new words, and they just fucking beat it to the fucking curb. Like there the fucking word misogynistic has been overly used, and I guarantee you, most people don't know what the fuck it means. They just think that it's hey, a man's exactly. talking shit. No, misogynistic means that we hate you. That we hate yeah, you. Yeah, that we like but hate we love that you all of y'all. Right, come on now. You know the way we be talking. You know we love y'all. Don't mean play like that. Right. You know we, you know yeah, we rock with y'all. But, but some of you fucking birds are fucking birds though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here, <laughs> Rusty. Man, he summed it up just now because I was about to say, hey, the actual definition of that word, which a lot of people, like he said, a lot of people don't know. And see, these feminists use these dumb motherfuckers and they play on that like, hey, I know she ain't never read no dictionary. Hey, he's misogynistic. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, What, yeah, what that yeah. means? Oh, he just, he doesn't want the woman to be, like, no, listen, pump your brakes. No, I am not. I am not at all because I have a mother, I have sisters, That's... I got mothers of my children, I got daughters, you know what I'm saying? I ain't that. I love me a woman. I love touching the woman. I love all that other extra shit. But like he said, some of y'all got me fucked up. <laughs> like for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? And it's only some. Yeah, them certain some. Them certain some. Fuck them. You know what I'm saying? But no, I'm not. I I love women. Like fuck it, man. Do what you do. Just don't come sideways at me and we good, you know? All right. Gonna, gonna. I think in today's time, it's more male bashing than anything. Fact, oh, though, right. bro. Come on, man. It's so. I ain't, we ain't misogynistic. I'm not misogynistic. I'm not. So, yeah, I'm not misogynistic either. We can go to the next question. Next question is, what's a funny story your family tells about you that you'd like to share? Uh, I'm Sandra Clark. Uh, we know that one. <laughs> oh, man. That, uh, that was a funny one. Um, damn, you know what? I was going to share that one, but uh, I'm actually going to share the story of how I got my name um, real quick. For anybody, anybody who don't know, um, everybody in my family, uh, their names start with a D, Paul. Um uh, the mind starts with an M. So I got my name. I think, Dick, I don't, I don't know if you remember, but I think my original I'm name never... that they they had planned for me was Damien, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Goodness. Yeah. I, that, I mean, it should have stuck out a little devil child, but my original name was supposed to be Damien. But I got my name because my mother uh, at the time, my, my dad was, he was in the Navy, so he was going out to sea. But at the time, um, my mother had a roommate and anybody knows Digger and my sister, they're a year older than me. So uh, they, they, you know, they were twins, and I was in the belly. And mom's was at home with one-year-olds. Like, yo, so her roommate at the time had came home, and um, she had a bag of McDonald's. Correct. And literally, mom's was like, yo, if you give me that McDonald's, I'll let you name my son. That's how I got my name. My name wow. was traded for a bag of McDonald's. That's now my name wow. That's the truth. For any anybody who wants to Google me, my name is Mark Anthony, which is a dope name. 
Um, but my name, but I was named, and the the rumor has it I was named after um, Cleopatra's love interest. Yeah, Cleopatra's love interest, but par- particularly from the movie uh, Julius when Elizabeth uh, Taylor. Yeah, from the movie Julius Caesar, because no, no, not that one, because it was the one where Marlon Brando played Mark Anthony, and the lady who named me thought Marlon Brando was cute, and she wanted me to grow to be a cute kid. That's uh, yeah, so that's the story that they tell us. Like, hey, this nigga's name got traded for McDonald's. Damn. Yeah. It's true. Could have been Grimace, but it wasn't. Yeah. So, fuck it. <laughs> Double M. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, tell a story while I crossed my dad, man. And it was the one time and only time I crossed my dad. <laughs> uh, uh, we had like a house party, so like our crib used to be like the house, like where everybody would come to party, mainly because. My parents have four kids, and if somebody else having a function, you know, you can't just show up to somebody else's function with four kids, right? So you usually, you usually the house that had a function, you know, everybody else can come over, right? Uh, you know, man, and my people, you know, you know, man, you cook out, you know, you drink, you know, it's all all day thing, and people get a get a little bit lit. And I had this one uh, aunt that I know she didn't she didn't drink, so in the midst of everybody being drunk and stuff, uh, 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 I don't want to say a real name, so I'm gonna say Auntie Mary. Auntie Mary said, said something to me. And uh, I think I like walked away from her or some shit like that. And my dad come barreling into the damn to the damn kitchen. You know, why do you why you disrespecting Aunt Mary? This, this, and this. And he I think he put his hand on my shirt or put his head on my shoulder, something like that. And I like just nonchalantly, with no hesitation, just swatted it off me. Like, man, don't fucking touch me. <laughs> so I don't know how, bro. I don't know how I had on the shirt. I remember, I remember the shirt I had on, but I ain't have on no sleeves. It was like a little. I was maybe like 13, 14, bro. No, no sleeves. You know, cut off shirt because I, I, I thought I was a hooper. I don't know how he grabbed me by my shirt, bro. Cut off shirt, grabbed me by my shirt, picked me up, and like legit dumped me, slammed me, slammed the fuck out of me to where everybody was like, "Yo, yo, chill out, man." What's that? <laughs> you know, but I deserve, I deserve every, every piece of it. And I try to throw a fit. You know what I'm saying? I, I go walking outside. It, it's late as hell. I'm walking up the fucking street, acting like I got somewhere to go. I'm fucking 14, bro. No, I got to turn my ass around. No, I got to, no, I got to go back. You know what I'm saying? And no, pops, you got to go back to the house. And pops was fucking stubborn. Me and pops stubborn. Pops ain't apologized, man. I don't, I don't think I talked to him for like two weeks. Living in the same crib, bro. Who the fuck am I, right? Walking, walking, walking through the fucking crib and shit, acting like I ain't got, a, I ain't got nothing to say to him and shit like that. And uh, I think I had to ask him for something, so I tried to set it up to where I made sure I apologized a couple of days prior to. And then when I asked him two days, two days later for something about like a like school or some shit, like get him to pay for some shit. He looked at me, he's like, man, you'll get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> I ran the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's oh, my story. Rostine. Ross. Nice guy. Yeah. The um the shit's like something like the fam like the fam will tell a story about you or some shit, isn't it? Yeah, so what yes. is a funny story your family tells um about you that you would like to share? <clears throat> um as ever this is one of them ones where it involves Al Green, yo. Like, Al Green always gets me, like, fucked up and shit, right? So, my sister, one of my older sisters will tell you this, my cousins and my little bubba who ain't here no more. Bless up the Tudo. Um, We was all out partying one night, and this was when I was out in them streets doing my thing and shit. And, um, I was on pills and lean real bad back then and shit. I ain't gonna lie, you know. And I was always a drinker. So I got all this going on. So mind you, this is about one something, two something in the morning or whatever. 
I was sitting at the bar. I'm fucked up. Got a little pretty thing, you know, talking to me. Like, hey, this that time. We need to go ahead and leave together and all that shit. I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling it. So I'm slumped back in the in the bar stool. Got my feet up on the little bar at the bar and shit. You know what I'm saying? And all that shit hit me at one fucking time, yo. I felt so fucking good. You ever felt so good that you were scared? Like, you was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I was feeling too good, yo. And she was talking. I said, hey, hey, babe, shut the fuck up. And she was like, excuse me? I was like, man, shut the fuck up for a second, please. So I done sat straight up. Like, I'm talking about perfect posture. I'm sitting straight up in the bar stool, nigga. Yo, I come out my polo shirt, fold it up, put it on the bar. She's talking again. I'm like, man, what the fuck? So I take off my Jordan. I put it up on the bar. I take off my other shoe. I put it on the bar. I'm rubbing my feet together. I'm feeling so fucking good right now. So mind you, I'm in a wife beater, my 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 um shorts and socks at the bar. Damn. Boom, I'm sitting there looking. And I just stand up. So from what my sister and them tell me, everybody was scattered through the club. But everybody's looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with B? You know what I'm saying? So I'm talking about party going crazy. DJ's killing it. Niggas is partying. But my peoples is like looking at me like, what the fuck is... Mind you, I'm walking through the crowd to the front door. I'm unbuckling my pants. I get to the door. I'm coming out my shorts. I'm in my boxes of wife beater and socks walking to, to my truck. It's raining outside. I'm feeling good as fuck, y'all. So obviously y'all can see that by now. So mind you, I'm in my, my wife beater, my boxes and some socks. I'm fucked up. Every All my money, everything in my, my, my shorts. I, I, I left my shorts at the door of the, of the club. I'm, I'm walking out the door just like that. I'm feeling good as shit. I get to the truck. Cause I parked on the side of the sidewalk by the front door, kind of, because we knew the people who owned the club and their family. So mind you, it's raining. There's a line outside to get in the club. You know, people running through the parking lot trying to get in the line and shit. I'm getting in the truck. Now, mind you, it's two something. We in the street. Anything could have happened to me out there like that, right? So I'm in the car. I open the sunroof. It's raining now. I open the sunroof. <laughs> I roll down all the windows in a forerunner. If anybody knows anything, you can roll down the back window too. So yeah. all the windows is down and the sunroof is open. It's raining now. And for the good times, Al Green came on. Oh Nigga, I'm crying. <laughs> I'm crying, feeling so good, yo. And I'm happy as fuck. And I'm singing with the song. My sister's screaming at me. Roll up the fucking window. <laughs> I ain't paying her no mind. I'm singing the song. Like, I'm in my own world. I got chicks who know me running up on the car like, B, what's wrong? What's wrong? My little bubba comes to the driver door. He pushing them bitch out the way because he's on protect me mode now. So he's got my gun that was in my shorts that I left at the door. He has all my money and everything and shit. He's like, Bubba, slide over, man. Get get out the car and walk. Get in the drop passenger seat. So my big ass slides across the armrest. Car getting wet as a bitch, nigga. I'm still singing Al Green and shit. Like, nigga, I was fucked up. We on the way to my crib. My little Bubba's driving on the way to the crib. I tell him, stop at the store. I need water. He's like, nigga, you got an ass of water at the house. I'm like, pull over, nigga, pull over. So I walk in the store in the gas station. 
I walked straight to the back. I opened every bottle of Aquafina and poured it all over me and was drinking some of it. I think I poured all of it. The floor soaking wet. I walk out. I'm soaked, nigga. It's raining out, um, but I'm still soaked again and shit. We get to the house, nigga. I get in the shower. Like, I'm in the shower for I don't know how long. I come out. My sister and them done stopped that Wally World and got food to cook breakfast and shit. Everybody fuck up laughing. And these niggas went in on me for like two hours, yo. They dragged me, yo. These niggas dragged me in the crib for two hours, yo. Like, nigga, your dick was hanging out your boxes, nigga. Like, I see shit, you know. Good thing you ain't little. Like, yo, these niggas was going in on me, yo. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. Hey. Nigga, I was gone, yo. Like, nigga, like, I was feeling oh, it, nigga. My, my sister said all she saw was a white, a white wife beater and some gold teeth singing Al Green when she came out the door, nigga. I was like, yo, I was feeling it, nigga. Wow. And gentle body. That's why I tell y'all. If something happens to Al, if something happens to Al Green, y'all better check on me, man. <laughs> Two gun. Let's see. I don't really got no story. My family would tell anybody. I got a story like Brandon. My cousin Brandon would tell other people. We had a little. Somebody had a little hotel. Y'all remember how the hotel parties used to be back in the day? Yeah. yeah. So we had. They had one at the Cono Lodge, and everybody was like young. I might have been twenty. People was like eighteen, nineteen, twenty-one, and I don't drink, but I I had like a. Uh, like a Smirnoff Ice or something. So that kind of just, you know, it put me in a little tipsy state. So it was like people just coming in and coming in and out. And it's one of those hotels where the doors, it's like a balcony to the outside. You know what I mean? Yeah. The doors are all on the outside. So I'm standing on the uh, second level and B comes out the room and says something. But when he came out, he came out kind of abruptly. So I stepped back and... Obviously, me, I had a gun on me, and it fell down to the ground. Blam, made a big-ass noise. I looked him dead in the face, didn't move, didn't say shit. He looked at me, didn't move, didn't say shit. He turns around, goes in the hotel room, slams the door. All I heard yelling is, this nigga tried to Martin Luther King me on the balcony. Then I just I don't know what I did after that. I think I just went and sat in the car for about ten minutes and tried to uh, get myself together because I don't drink, so I was feeling, you know what I mean. I wasn't in my right state of mind. Kind yeah, of. you wasn't in your right mind. Yeah, <laughs> but not drunk, but tipsy enough to when it hit the ground, I just let it sit there and. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's like a movie moment, nigga. Like the gun hit the ground. We both go look at each other like, well, we just wait, looked at each wife. other. Don't, don't worry about that. You better not say <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> this nigga went in and said he tried to buy Luther King me on the balcony. For real. That was the funniest thing I ever heard. Oh, my so, God. Um, as far as a funny story that my family would tell about me that I'd like to share, I don't even know what stories my family has about me. And that's some real shit. How about a story Mark would say? Red. <laughs> Yo. What story would you uh, have to tell people? About you? Exactly. I have no stories. I mean, I, I mean, we got, like, most of the stories that we tell, like, we were 
like I was there for most of them, but but like a family story. Yeah. Uh, now nah, the only family story that I remember, and and it really doesn't count because you was a baby, is you remember um the our old principal. Uh, yeah, our old Turner. principal. Uh, yeah, our old principal. So my uh, our our aunt's the teacher, but this uh, our old principal. They used to. What was the principal? At? Was it Stratford? No, it was Cullen. Oh, the old principal that used to go to uh, the principal of our, our our middle school. He used to be either a teacher or a principal at the school my aunt used to work, and my aunt was picking. Principal. Yeah, and my aunt was picking up uh, them two. Uh, my, my brother, my sister from my dad or something. I wasn't born yet. Digger was a baby. He was like one or is getting ready to be one or some shit. But like um, or something. And he dropped he dropped you out the car. No, he didn't <laughs> drop me out the car. He didn't buckle my car seat in and he didn't um, close the door properly. So when she pulled off, my car seat rolled out the car. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Wow! <laughs> I mean, that's like that. Wow! Yeah, I think a car seat fell out the car. What yeah, the I saw shit like that. <laughs> and then, and then come to find Wait out, like, like Wait fifteen years later, stop, fifteen stop. years later, he had to be. Uh, he was our principal. Fifteen years later. <laughs> oh no, not fifteen night. Like ten years later. Yeah. Listen, wow. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wait a minute. So hold on, right? So hold on. So <laughs> wait a minute. But hold on. So wait. But this is what I need to know. So where was your sister at this whole time? And shit? Oh, she was buckled in. <laughs> she was buckled in. Wow. She was safe. And your ass yeah. rolling on the side of the road. Yeah, this it's, it's car seat fell out the car. That's all. I, that's the only story I remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. True story. You know, but I was like, yo, why are these random motherfuckers taking care of y'all like that, man? Like, for real. <laughs> they don't want to, they don't ever want to let it happen. Nah, mom and dad wasn't there. It's like, like, hold on. What the fuck was, what the fuck was mom and dad? It's auntie oh and a principal. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, that's the only story. Oh, I my God. The next question, <laughs> the next question reads, if money wasn't a factor, what would you do with your time? Whatever the fuck oh, I want. <laughs> <laughs> if, if money, money was a wasn't a factor, what would I do with my time? Factor, what would you do with your time? Whatever the so fuck that want. don't cost money. <laughs> I read a goddamn book. <laughs> All right. Man. I would. I would. <laughs> go ahead. Man. No, no. I said uh, my answer was whatever the fuck I want. Mm. Yeah, I thought y'all heard him. I thought y'all heard yeah, that. I, I, clearly yeah. heard that. I clearly heard that. I don't really get the question, but like, yeah, if I didn't, if money was Well, you know, like, people nowadays, they think the only thing you could do nowadays is go to the club and travel. Right. I don't understand that. Like, oh my God. Oh, anyway, we're going to get back to the question. Would, oh my God. I would probably, I'd probably do more to uh, like, like give back. I probably wouldn't do things for, for me. Ultimately, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's some shit with the with the homeless or some, you know, just something. Go to like an old, like I go work at like a senior living home or some shit. Something to help. Or something Hold like on. So, so uh, to the point of the question, when it says money's not a factor, like I can do whatever the fuck I want because I have unlimited money. I, like, 
I'm trying to get the yes. of the question. Yes, that's the just. Yeah, question. if you didn't, if you didn't. Oh, if you got unlimited money. it's a whole nother okay, question. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. That's a whole nother question there because I thought they meant like there was like no money in the world or something. Yeah. Like, what would yeah, you do I, or whatever? Right, I was about I to go way left with this answer. Yeah, <laughs> if that's the case, like I, I'll probably same same along the sides uh, along the lines of double M. Definitely try to get back to some of the less uh, less fortunate. Yeah. And then whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, if money was out of fact, it was like one day I may wake up and like, yeah, I'm gonna start a record label. Fuck it, I got the money to do it. Or uh, maybe I want to go to Brazil. I got the money to do it. Yeah, but definitely, uh, if money was not a factor, I would I would try to give back to some of the less fortunate first. Uh, and I know it sounds like a cliche answer, but I definitely have to make sure I, in, I incorporate that somewhere in there. Yeah, and All I just right. think that I just think that you know, like we, if if the world wasn't so fucked up, and you know, like we we think the less fortunate are the less fortunate. Goddamn, we the less fortunate. Like shit, I got. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't help the less fortunate because goddamn, I got to do everything, every single day of my life to make sure I'm above water in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But like right. Jay said, I can't help the poor right. from one of them. Yeah, back. Like our rich and gave yeah. back. That's mm. what. Mm. The whole bar. Because any any given day we could be one of them, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, exactly. Like any given day, you know what I'm saying? But like honestly, now that we done specify what the question really is, so which means I'm in the one percent, basically is what it's saying. Yeah. So I'm a rich ass motherfucker. Yeah. Well, man, that's so much shit I would do, but definitely like helping out is that's. I mean, if you if you're not just an evil motherfucker, that should be like one of your things. I ain't talking about giving the St. Jude's and all that shit. I'm talking about like building up a neighborhood and helping homeless people get on their feet and shit, instilling programs and shit. Like I would do that in Charleston. Like I really would do that in Charleston. But but what I would do, like personally, what I would do, like I would build up, a, I would I would buy up an ass of land in the area. And I would legit, like, start my own town and shit. Like, I legit would start my own town. And then since I'm a rich motherfucker, I would put myself in in a position of power, like, with the government and shit and start, like, just, man, I'd probably be, like, the brain try to, like, start taking over and shit. I ain't going to lie. You gonna build your own Wakanda? I see what you trying like, to do. Listen, no real right. shit. Like I would start, nah, I would nah, start nah, my nah. own town, yo. Like, and then I would like start pushing back against the government and shit. Like, them boy probably will come bomb our shit or whatever. But you know, like uh, Pete, like you know. Victoria from Family Guy. Like I would be the black, I would be the, I would be the black Elon Musk, yo. Like real shit. Like I'd be thinking, but I would do it for us though. Like fuck all that shit. I would do it just for us. Like, yeah. Like, that's what I would do. I know I, I know it's probably like a simple ass answer. I ain't elaborate with it right now, but yeah. No, I I, I I see a vision though. Gotta go. Me, <clears throat> I'm gonna take like a whole year and go country to country and I'm buying bitches. <laughs> <laughs> like man, we just lost, we just lost we just lost about this. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm going, like, places, like, you wouldn't even think of. Like, I'm going to the Amazon, find the most beautiful girl on Amazon and giving a family, like, 100000 I'm, just, You know what I'm saying? I'm just <laughs> buying bitches. The prettiest girls in the world that I think. And I'm just buying them. 
No, you want to be taken care of. Like, here's an opportunity. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Buying you from your family. Okay. Oh, guys, we just got flagged for human trafficking. It's not human trafficking because they belong to me. Hey, 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 I know I kind of spoke earlier and said that I speak for everybody when I'm saying I don't think we uh misogynistic. But uh, I'm going to have to withdraw one of those. One of those. <laughs> one, of, one of them has like a question mark next to it. Like, maybe. Nah, because you got to think about it. Just like women say they want this, they want that. If I got the money to do it, I'm traveling the world looking for the different people who I think are like beautiful. And I'm giving them an offer. You want, you, want a, you, you want a six-figure guy, girl? You want to? Okay, you but what are you gonna? What are you gonna stable? do with them? Like, what are you? Are they all gonna live with you? Like, oh, uh, most definitely, gonna... most definitely. I'm rich. Oh, yeah, hey, hey, man. Nobody's tripping. When, uh, he he uh, happened to did it. Nobody's tripping. Everybody. Oh, what is it called? A harem? It's like a harem, right? Yeah, harm. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I need. Hey, yo, didn't harm. Prince have that too? Prince always had beautiful women around him. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to Malaysia, Indonesia, Congolese, South Africa, Brazil, everywhere. Like, boom. It's going to be like Disney World at my house. So, <laughs> so my, my answer to that question is, if money wasn't a factor, what would I do with my time? Whatever the fuck I want to. Hang on. Big so, mind. The next question reads. I'm, I'm going to buy bitches. Oh. <laughs> the next question reads. I, I guess that's whatever you want to do. And all of y'all will be welcome to share. I'm not going to be greedy. The next question reads, who is the most influential person in your life and how did they impact you? Um, they're trying to get deep on us. They are. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it like this because I, I don't feel like this is a fair question because like, when it comes to like influential people in my life, I, I always have a top 10 that don't overlap each other. You know what I mean? And, and, that, and obviously, Digger, you, you're including that top 10, mom, dad, my sister. You know, like those are the people like I, I look at them as non-negotiable uh, influential people. But I'm gonna go out that spectrum, and and I'm gonna say like a, a wild card influential person in my life. Uh, it's gonna sound weird when I say, but I'm gonna explain why. Um, is my baby mother's sister. Now. I know that I know it sounds weird, but I, but the reason why she's very influential for me is because you know after me and my uh, my son's mom would stop talking or whatever you want to, uh, I spent a lot of time with my baby mom's sister, and like she, like I you ain't shit, bro. <laughs> No, not like that. Not like that. No, oh, okay, I got you. I got you. All right, but I, I I feel like like having that 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 female perspective. Lot of things that females deal with or having that situations that, that, that dudes deal with. Like I always had that voice there. Coin. Like, cause there was sometimes I couldn't go to at the time or, or, or my and, and express something like a female's opinion. And then I, I really, you know, like having that, that, that female presence or that female perspective, you know, outside of my sister, um, that you know that I also like hang with and, and kick it with and stuff like that, and and it wasn't like kick it and hang to the point where like I'm trying to fuck or whatever because it was never like that with us. Um, like, but just to have that genuine female, uh, that I like, see she do situations and and you help her do situations, uh, for me and a lot of females don't understand that. 
So like when she was there in the picture, um, like I felt like I, I, I operated differently because I, I had the luxury of having like that female perspective in there. Um, so I'll probably say her because she taught me a lot and then uh, she also looked out for me and vice versa. So. All right. Uh, Double M. Um, I say my uncle, my uh, RIP, Uncle Kelvin. You know what I'm saying? He taught me a lot. But the biggest thing I, I think he taught me and he kind of had an influence on me at a super young age is about just having like a discipline about something like, you know what I'm saying? Like not necessarily discipline like like doing right right from wrong or anything like that but just like hey man if you want to set out to like do something you want to set out to be something like you can do whatever the fuck you want to and you can and if you put your put your mind to it obviously i know it sounds cliche as fuck but he was the one that i actually was able to see do that you know my uncle he was he was um uh he divorced his wife um i think before i was born he was in he was in the military you know, but he was always like this solo dolo. My uncle used to get up early in the morning, bro. He used to iron everything he put on, bro. I swear to God, his socks, his drawers, everything. And it was like, I was always like, I remember as a kid, I remember clowning him about it. And he was like, he was like, look, man, we in, we in the military, everything got to, got to, got to be the part, you know, blah, blah, blah. And ultimately, like, you learn that discipline. So it carries on through your, through your life. So, like, hey, if you go play, if you go play football, of course, I was in the sports and stuff. So he said, hey, man, if you go play, play football, don't just play the game, you know. Learn how that helps you out beyond the game and all that shit. And I know I was young when he was teaching me all that shit, but it's like it's crazy how like when you get older and you can kind of look back and go like, damn, he's giving me the game and that shit, you know, stuck. So most most influential is my uncle Kelvin, man. Word, Rustin. Okay, so um, <clears throat> I don't want to guess what the question was. I, I was listening to my brothers over here speak. Um, what was the question? Who is the most influential person in your life, and how did they impact you? I can't, like you said, I can't, I, I can't pinpoint just one person because you know we take from anybody who's ever like tried to school us. Like he said, his uncle dropped game on him. All my uncles don't put me down on a lot of shit. It's just they told me when I was young, so I didn't understand till you get older and shit. You know what I'm saying? But. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to pick one person because it's, cause he just passed last year and it's one of my pops. You know, I say I got three dads in life, you know, the one that made me, the one that raised me and the one that saved me. I'm going to talk about the one that saved me and shit. Um, big Mike Richburg, um, bless up, you know what I'm saying? Lost him to COVID. But, um, damn, um, you know, this motherfucker, you know, he was, he was a good dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how we say like people there's good people out here in the world. Nah, this was a good dude, man. Like this was a good man. Like he woke up, he went to work, he had his own business, he was a plumber, the greatest plumber that well I'll ever know. Period, hands down. Um, but the thing, you know what I'm saying, what he influenced me with is you know, I've been in the military, you know, you got you know, it teach you structure and all kind of shit, but I'm I'm more of a free spirit and shit. You know, when it comes to my personal shit and everything, but I know, yeah, you got to go to work. But when it comes to going to work, from this man, he instilled in me like, hey, it doesn't matter, you know, what I'm saying about the other motherfuckers who you're doing the job for or who you're working for. Your work speaks for itself. So let your work speak for you to where they can't ever say nothing about you, and then that's that. You won't have to worry about problems, and you know. Like, at first, you're just like, ah, whatever, whatever. But then when you're watching him, like, this motherfucker could look at a, 
a, a, a plan for a house. He could tell you all the piping and PVC, like everything that he would need just looking at the plan. Like I'm talking about, he might be off a couple of yards. And it was like, well, damn. And then, you know, you take that and you, your work ethic and everything. And he's like, you, you get that down and then you just going to enjoy the rest of your, the, the rest of your day. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, you did, you did what you were supposed to do and you did it to the best of what you could do it to where nobody could say shit because you know, you did good. And so once you leave work or once you're done doing whatever you're doing, it makes enjoying the rest of your day even that much better. So I guess that's why we used to drink so mm-hmm. hard and shit when we used to get off work and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, I got to shout out my pop for that. You know what I'm saying? Gunner, gunner. <clears throat> um, I don't got no one in particular, but I've always been a person who likes history. So just like uh, going through history and reading about people who started from nothing or rebelled against something or led with the civil rights movement and stuff like that. Just, you know, just like uh, anybody who tried to upbring something, you know what I'm saying? Or rebel against something that wasn't right. Oh, that's it? Yeah, that's it. All right, guys. Mine's short, simple, to the point. Mine's just the Kimbe Matembo. That's Nah, hey. bro, you gotta give us some context. Nah, man, you did that, bro. You did that on purpose. You did that Talk on to purpose. My house. You, you wanted the, you wanted the elicit the response that we gave you, and you got it because we're gonna be like, nah, you just can't say the can be fucking Mutombo, nigga. Yeah, bro. Well, why? Matumbo, I need to know why. The can be Mutombo came from nothing, was in the NBA, and now he spends most of his time giving back to the country he's from. That's it. <laughs> like, there you go. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Some, but but what's some damn context, bro? The, the Kimbe Matumbo stuff ain't public like that. What do you mean? What's the context? No, no, no. I'm saying I, I'm saying I'm glad you gave us some context. You oh, I got Kimbe Matumbo. I'm about to say, hold up, yeah, bro. I'm about, you, to, about, I'm about to say, you know what I'm saying? Because you know I was about to be like, well, Mike dunked on him, so he don't mean shit. <laughs> but now that you went that route, like you know, it's cool. It's cool. They even like, building cool. uh, hospitals and shit in Congo. Yep. So second to last question. If you were going to write a book, what would it be about? Uh, it'd be about damn. If it's not going to be about myself, then I'm going to write a children's book. The children's book sells. Okay. You're not going to want one of those. You're not going to write. What's that nigga named Quan Mills? The preacher done got this person pregnant, or <laughs> <laughs> y'all never seen them books? Yeah, no, I see. I know exactly what you're talking like about. Like, my granddaddy got my side girl pregnant and all kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, I used to, like I said, I used to go to write a, a book loosely based off of some of the experiences that I had. Um, and then uh, it would be that or a, a self-help or dating book or a children's book. But I know those shits will sell. All right, double M. I think I would write like uh, like some chronicles of about just like uh, college life, you know, like in just like chronicle from when you first get on campus, uh, to the day you, the day you graduate. Because I tell you this, bro. I, I mean, I know it was only it was four four and a half years. But it one, it felt like it was it was forever. It felt like a fucking decade, first of all, man. All kind of shit was crazy, bro. You come into college, I was seventeen. I was I think I was sixteen. 
16, 17, coming to college. And then you leave and you're supposed to be a quote-unquote man, right? You're supposed to be an adult then. But all the kind of shit that happened in between, man, I think – I think, you know, again, like like Omar said, you know, like lightly based on my life, but I think, you know, chronicling college life. What college school, did you go to? I went to Charleston Southern. Okay. Small small school, you know, you can chronicle that and then you can, you know, I can make volumes. Big school, uh, JUCO, uh, trade school, anything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Trump but I, I think girls for everybody. <laughs> but that's something that, like, like, Really, there's no stories about that, like out there. That's, you know what I mean? So, yeah. All right, Ross Dean. no book. Yeah, I, I make like a a series of books based off my life. You know, I changed names and everything and shit. But like, I've had an interesting life, man. I've, I've put myself in a lot of situations that I probably shouldn't have, and uh, been through a lot of shit that you just can't hope that life throws at you. And you know what I'm saying? I probably start from high school. I mean, I could probably start from middle school, but I'll probably start from like eighth grade to like through high school. That would be like the first book. Then like <clears throat> immediately after high school and the military and shit, that would be the second one. And the third one would be immediately after the military, like in the streets and all that shit. And then, uh, yeah, getting back into like the work flow of life and shit like so I'll probably do a four part series based off my life and shit alright gonna go uh, this is gonna sound kind of crazy but I, I'm not a religious person but I would write a book about how about heaven and then how Lucifer got kicked out of heaven cause he was didn't wanna you know what I'm saying he was rebellious I'll write a book about that. All right. Just just about not conforming to shit. And for me, I would write a relationship self-help book. Oh, shit. (laughs) Throw a symbol to the point. Say, oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. Throw a symbol to the point. Last question. Can you do another Guilty Pleasure song that you like? Um, I mean, Wait, I, I, a guilty uh, pleasure song like something nobody would think you listen to. All right, oh, um, okay. all right, I, I, uh, okay, I got one. Um, I would probably say it's a song called "Move Your Feet" by Junior Senior. Everybody, yes, that's right. Yeah, there. that's my shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Movie Feet by Junior Senior. And then if it's like something that, you know, like the hip hop crowd, I would probably say Pop That by Prince Montana. But. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do Pop Double M. Um, I don't know the name of the song, but when it come on, man, I get going. The Fleetwood Mac joint that the, that the dude was drinking the cranberries. Oh, uh, that's, that's, that's Dreams. That shit rides. Dreams, yeah, dreams, that shit, yeah, that shit, that shit rides. And I'll also admit to this, bro. Bro, you, bro, the city girls, bro. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta listen to the city girls. <laughs> I, ain't gonna, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. The city girls, hey, hey. fucking getting it off, bro. Last, my my oh. last time it was making the stallion, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, seriously, bro. the city, the city girls get it off. Um, Rustine, uh, a guilty pleasure song. <laughs> 
Like, so this song is something like when we hear it, it's like, yeah, that's that shit. That people but nobody like, would ever think you nobody, listen to nobody the song. expect you listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, see we. Like, we all know, like, music's a big part of all our lives, so there's a lot of shit we listen to. But I'd have to say, um, off the top, top of my head, um, I'd have to say probably um, Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson. Oh. Okay. Wow. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm rocking the fuck out to that shit, y'all. Like, I'm not even going to play with it. <clears throat> all right. I gotta look That's that all. I, just, I just wrote that down. I thought that was hardcore. Jesus fucking Christ. Yo, that's my shit. Yo. <laughs> that's goes, man. That goes. Nah, I, I never heard of it. I'm, I'm gonna have to listen to it when we get off. Me, I would say uh Groove is in the heart by D Light. I don't know if y'all remember that from back in the day. Groove is in the heart. Yeah. That's yeah. definitely a guilty pleasure. <laughs> so every time I hear that song, it reminds me of that fucking show, uh, Big Mouth. You remember that? It was yeah. that one episode, Big Mouth, where <laughs> the bitch got pregnant to that song and she didn't know who the daddy was. <laughs> oh my god! And if it's not that one, I got another one. Um, that song, Ace of Base. I saw the sign. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Cool. That was a classic. Because I think oh. I might have said Groove in the Heart before on another show. So I'm attracted to say that uh, Ace of Bass song. All right. So for mine, I have a whole Apple Music playlist I could share oh. called the Guilty Pleasure Playlist. So I'm just going to randomly, and the first song that comes on on Shuffle, I'll name it. And the Is first it some song of my songs on, on there, too? You say what? Is it some of my songs on there, too? Some of them, yeah. Them are. Yeah. That was like from yeah. the first year we was doing the podcast. And the first song that comes on is White Girls by Mighty Casey. White Girls. So I didn't know that was what he's talking about. Oh, man. <laughs> don't tell Minister Farrakhan. He don't need to know what's going on. Because White Girls. I'll press the fast forward button and go to the next song. And it's Crack Rock by the Dogs. Damn. Damn, yo. <laughs> have y'all ever heard that song? No. Yeah. The chorus goes, your mama's on crack rocks. Yeah. Wow. It's a dope song, though. But, um, like, yeah. Hey, you ugly. At least my mama ain't no crack rocks. I think I do <laughs> know that song. <laughs> yeah, <bro. laughs> yo, they used to drag that song, yo. Oh, my God. Yo. Oh, my God. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm Digger Jones. That's Two Gun Tony. I want to thank our three correspondents tonight, B. Ross, Fiend, Red, and Double M. So we're going to do closing statements in order of appearance. All right. So uh, once again, thanks for Talk Tuesday. Uh, questions always fire every week. We some, some repetitive ones, but, you know, I don't mind answering them again, just in case you aren't hearing the first time. Um, other than that, uh, make sure y'all stay safe, take care of one another, check on one another. Um, and yeah, that's it. Double M, Marcus. Yeah, uh, uh, obviously, man, appreciate y'all having me on. I know I ain't been on in a while, but I always appreciate it. It's always love. Um, fellas, 
go talk to your lady, man. You know, cry, cry, just, 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 just cry. Just, that's how she act, bro. Hey, but trust her, bro. When she, when she, when she show you that side of her, bro, that's that's the real side, man. So don't fucking wait no damn three years, fam. You been trying. Yeah. Don't wait no goddamn three years to be asking nigga what you should years, do, bro. Bro, make it make, make an executive decision, bro. Time you get up out of there, homie. Oh man, that's oh, good uh, shit right there. <laughs> Rothstein, Rothstein. Yo, it's your boy, Mr. Ross. As always, I appreciate being on the show. You know, due to my schedule, it's hard for me to try to make these Tuesdays, but I took the day off just so I could be on the talk Tuesday with the troublemakers. You know what I'm saying? It's funny, though. It's funny because we actually had somebody on the show that was scheduled to be on, but he quit at the last minute and Rothstein filled the spot. Hey. Yeah, so it, so it, it was worth it, you know, so I could grace y'all with my voice out this motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but now, nah, man, I hope everybody stay balanced out there, you know, stay blessed up, do dope shit and keep it moving, you know, and check out the show, Wonderful World of Mr. Ross on all podcast platforms. Yeah. Um... <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm Digger Jones. That was too good, Tony. Thank uh, again. Thank our. Um, I like to thank our special guests for coming on tonight. I thank you guys for the question. <laughs> I think yeah, that's you guys no vinyl, questions. bro. Um. <laughs> If anybody know anybody that's going through a bad time, it only takes three seconds to ask if they're good. Three-second text or a phone call goes a long way. Other than that, two gun take us out with the music. Turn that shit out, home. Hey. Hey. Shout out to BT Uncut. <laughs> I'm trying boy to be safe, man. <laughs> so, baby, tell me what that thing That got to be a guilty pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, God bless and good night. Peace. <laughs>